And this is just the brutal truth kind of thing here. And that is if you're not getting enough playing time, it's probably because you're not good enough in that position yet. Welcome to the Volleyball University podcast, where we discuss all things that can help you become a better volleyball player, both on and off the court. We'll cover a variety of topics, which include skill work, mental performance, volleyball IQ, nutrition, and anything else that can help you make progress as an athlete. We don't and never will run ads for this podcast, and the goal is to educate and inspire you as a player so that you can keep pushing the progress forward. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Volleyball University podcast. I have been MIA for a while, and you might be hearing the reason why. So four weeks ago, I had my first son or my first baby overall, and now I'm like a new dad. So um, I'm actually currently wearing him as I'm recording this podcast. So my wife got me like one of those kangaroo shirts that has a pouch in it. So I'm wearing him on the front. I got a mic on my shirt, and we are going to record this podcast live via that way. So if you hear little chirps or like hiccups, that's my son. His name is Nike. So he will make an appearance on this podcast potentially as well. Um, but anyway, today's podcast, we're going to go over what to do and, and like situations where you are not getting as much playing time as you would like. So when it comes to you not getting enough playing time, um, there are many reasons why this can be the case, right? Sometimes it is just that the coach has favorites or that certain parents are emailing coaches and pressuring them to play their um, their kids more and your parents aren't like that, so they're not going to pressure someone. Um, but, you know, to be honest, at least based on all the coaching that I've done, most of the time it's a pretty good reason why you're not playing and it comes down to kind of two things, right? The first one is uh, shared playing time. So if I coach a team and we're a lower-level team, so for example, when I coach freshmen, we had everybody play. So I had everyone play pretty much equal playing time because at that level, it's about developing players rather than having the best product, right? On varsity, when I coach on varsity, it's different. We have a lot of players on the bench because we're trying to win games and we're trying to make the most competitive team we can. But for lower levels, at the high school I coach, freshman, sophomore, we want coaches to have everyone play. And when you have everyone play, sometimes it gets tricky based on who you can put in, right? So I'll give you an example. Oftentimes I have like three middles. So to have all the middles play even times, I have to kind of rotate them. And they kind of just take turns. So there's always going to be one middle sitting out and two in the game. Based on how many sets of volleyball we play and how many matches we have for that day, one middle or two middles are going to play more than the other, right? It just kind of naturally happens that way. Another good situation is uh, I've also had like six twos where I'm running a six two offense, two setters, and I only have one right side. So one of my setters is going to hit. And let's say this setter can hit much better than the other setter or the other setter can't get above the net. Like he's going to play all the way around. He's going to hit right side when he's front row. He's going to set when he's back row. And if you're a parent watching that, you're probably thinking like, why is my setter son only playing half the game? And if you don't understand volleyball to a higher degree, and then it looks like one player is getting much more playing time than the other player. So oftentimes, it, it's like position dependent and roster dependent. And when I say roster dependent, I mean the number on the roster, right? If you have seven players exactly, everybody gets to play, it's perfect. But, you know, seven players on a team is rough when you have people missing and all that, which is why most teams have 11 to 14 players or so. Okay? So first one is situational. 
And the second one is probably the most common, and this is kind of just like the brutal truth type of thing here, and that is if you're not getting as much playing time as you think you should get, it's probably because the person in front of you is the better option right now. Okay, now depending on the situation, sometimes they might be only a little bit better than you. Sometimes it might depend on the day, and in those situations, I get it. It's very frustrating because you feel like you're just as good as the other guy, if not maybe a little bit better, and it's close. But for some reason, coach decides to put in the other person, and, and I get that, right? Um, there's also some times where the other player is definitely better than you, and that's just kind of like the truth, right? And not every player has that self-awareness to realize that, hey, this person in front of me is, like, really good, so I need to, like, get much better in order to get more playing time. And it's kind of understand that. And a lot of athletes don't understand that. And part of it is like a maturity thing. Part of it is maybe you haven't seen enough volleyball to understand that. But uh, like I said, again, I'll be honest, like most of the time from what I've seen, if I play someone else in front of another person, like when I'm coaching, it's because they are the best option for that position. Okay. So with that being the case, here are a few things that you can do if you're in this situation. The first and most important thing is to get away from the victim. Sorry, Nike, you good, bro? Is to get away from the victim mentality, okay? And this is hard to do because a lot of people nowadays really fall into that where you have to kind of, like, you, it can't be your fault, right? Like, woe is me, the coach just doesn't want me to play, or I don't know why I'm not playing, right? It's kind of like the complaining mindset where you are, hoping that someone comes in and saves you, right? That's the victim mentality, and you need to get away from that, and you need to move towards the control mentality, which means you focus on what you can control, right? Like, coach isn't playing me. The other, let's say you're playing, you're an outside hitter, and the other outside hitter plays over you, right? Coach isn't playing me. You can say victim mentality, like, oh, man, coach doesn't like me, or, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on. Or you can say control mentality, like, all right, coach isn't playing me. Must mean that I'm not good enough right now to be on the court as much. I need to prove in practice every day that I am the option. I am the only option. I am the undeniable option. Okay? And if it's if you're being real, if you're actually not better than the other outside, then it's gonna take time. Like you're not gonna get better than the outside in like a week or two, right? The club seasons or high school seasons are generally a couple months long. And you have to kind of spend more time to overcome that player. Sometimes it's not even gonna happen during that season. You gotta think long term. So like if you're a freshman and the other outside is playing over you, you gotta think like, okay, this season might not be my season, but next season when I'm a sophomore, I'm gonna be the main outside, right? You have to kind of think in that way, and that is the control mentality, right? I'm not saying that like coaches don't choose favorites or like sometimes it's not your fault, like sometimes it isn't your fault, but taking the victim mentality doesn't like do anything to help you. It literally cannot help you to take that mentality, right? You're just complaining. And the only thing you can focus on, I think, is to take the control mentality and see what you can work on, see what you can change in order to get better and become undeniable. Real quick, guys, if you are listening to this podcast and you uh, enjoy what you are hearing, you can do me a favor and rate the show, subscribe to the podcast, uh, even share it on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you saw about or learned about our podcast. That would be really helpful for me because that is how the show grows. Like I mentioned, we don't run ads on here. We never will. Um, but in order for the show to grow, we have to have um, high ratings and all of that. So if you can please leave a high rating and if you can please subscribe, that would be amazing. Amazing.
Now, the next best thing you can do is focus on communication, okay? So if you're not getting more playing time, you should just talk to your coach about it. I've talked to so many players in the past, like uh, on Instagram or, or just in general, that like don't know why they're playing and they haven't asked their coach about it. They're kind of just making assumptions. You can't assume anything. You don't know all the answers. You're not sure about the what the overall situation looks like. So what you got to do is you got to talk to your coach. And I'm going to show you how to talk to your coach so you come you don't come off disrespectful or like demanding. Okay? So the best way to do it that I found is to come to coach and ask them just straight up like, "Hey coach, what can I work on so that I can get more playing time?" You know, like ask them like what you can improve upon in order to get on the court more. That way you are letting them know, "I want to play more." But you're also letting them know, I understand why you're not playing me more, but I need to know more. I need you to tell me what to work on specifically, right? Then you're kind of putting it on the coach to give you feedback on things you can work on, right? You're putting it in their mind now that you are not okay with not playing. Because some players really are okay with not playing. They're like, just happy to be in the team. And, you know, those, are kind of, those players are, to be honest, kind of nice to coach. If I know that you're not as good and you don't care, then that, that's easier for me, right? But if you demand to play in a respectful way, and you let it be known, then coach has it on the back of his or her mind, and they will kind of think about it moving forward, right? Sometimes just that conversation alone is enough to push you to get a little more playing time, okay? So be sure to ask your coach what's going on and, and see if they can point you in the right direction in terms of what to improve upon because they'll have good feedback for you, right? And like I said, make sure you come at that conversation with a positive tone. You don't want to seem like you're, you're giving the coach an attitude, okay, because that's probably not going to help you out. Best way to do it, I found, is to come to coach before practice or maybe during practice when there's a time where there's not a lot going on, like a little break, and just say, hey, coach, can I talk to you after practice? Or, you know, find a good time to talk to them. Don't just interrupt them during a drill or something like that. Okay. Also make sure maybe they're in a positive mood that day. I know some coaches are kind of up and down with their moods, and if I'm being, like, real, look for a good day to do it, a good time to do it. Um, but again, there's really no wrong time as long as you ask the coach about it beforehand, like, hey, can I talk to you later, and then have that conversation with them. And the last thing you can focus on, and we kind of touched on this earlier, is to be able to delay gratification. Oftentimes, we want things now, and we like are impatient with it, okay? So sometimes you can't have it right away. And I'll give you an example. So for me, if you don't know my story yet, uh, on a freshman, my freshman year in high school, I was on the B team. My sophomore year, I was cut. And for me, I was cut because I just wasn't good enough, right? If you're being real, like I was close. There were other setters there that I was close with. So maybe I can make the argument, but end of the day, I wasn't dominantly the best setter. So the cut happened and I decided to not take the victim mentality. I decided to take control of things. I was able to stay on the team as a practice player and I was able to ask coach what I need to work on. And then I worked on it, and I worked on it harder and, and more focused than the other players did. Okay, I set my intentions, and I was like, okay, I'm going to come in and work harder than anybody else on the team. And the last thing is I delayed gratification. I knew sophomore year I wasn't going to play, right? Coach isn't going to miraculously be like, hey, I'm going to give you a roster spot. You've earned it. No, right? I wasn't good enough yet. But I knew that by junior year, I could be good enough. In fact, I took an even longer-term approach. I was like... My, my long-term approach was junior year, I'll make the JV team because sometimes juniors at my high school made the JV team. And then senior year, I'll finally make it on the varsity and get to play. You know, uh, luckily for me and in terms of 
luck, I mean part of it's luck, part of it's hard work. Uh, I got to skip that actually, so I played varsity and made varsity my junior year. So um, what, I'm, what I mean here is like you have to understand that it might not happen this season. And I know that's a tough pill to swallow because if you're a parent, for example, watching this, you already paid like $2,000 for the club or whatever it might be. Or if you're a player, you already sacrificed all these hours driving to practice, waking up early for tournaments, not getting that much playing time. So I know that it sucks, okay? But this is a, a good skill to learn. If you can delay gratification, if you can wait for your opportunity and keep putting in work, not expecting anything back, you will be great as a player as and in life. You know what I mean? So delayed gratification is something I'm big on. If you combine that with taking control, you combine that with communicating with your coaches, and you are patient with it, I feel like you can make it happen where you can get more playing time. It just might be later on in your volleyball career. So just to recap, there are three things you can focus on when you are not getting as much playing time as you want. The first one is to get away from the victim mentality and focus on the control mentality. The second thing is to focus on communication. And the third thing is understand how to delay gratification. If you combine all those three things together, you will find yourself in a better position in the future than you are right now. Now, this is the Volleyball University podcast, so we are going to slightly, quickly talk about Volleyball University. And if you don't know what Volleyball University is, it is a membership subscription-based app where you get individualized one-on-one coaching with access to resources on all skill work, nutrition, mental performance. We just partnered up with someone that helps us out with college recruiting when you're ready for that step of your journey. And basically what you get to do there is you get to work with the coach, myself, uh, one-on-one through our messaging app, and we help you get to your volleyball goals. So if you are someone in this situation that is not getting enough playing time and frustrated about that, even though you're going to practice, and you are ready to take the next step and you're ready to delay gratification and work with someone who's going to guide you along the way, then consider signing up for the app, consider becoming a member. Uh, I would love to coach you and help you overcome your obstacle right now. If you want to learn more about that, you can message me on any social media um, that I have, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I have my email, you can contact me there. Or you can just go to vbuapp.com, VBU app.com that'll have everything you need to know you can sign up from there and then i can talk to you in the app and we can get you going